Welcome to day 13 of the 2019 kickstart from the Estate Agents podcast. I'm joined today on this lovely Sunday with Andy. Hello. And Luke. Hello. And today we're going to talk about getting price feedback. Yes. So, Luke. Um, yeah, so this is something we've been doing probably for the best part of 12, 18 months. Um, and it stemmed from... Um, uh, a Tom Panos training session that we'd had where quite often you'll have properties that are on your books and through your best efforts you try to get get an offer, you try to get it sold, but there aren't any offers coming forward. Um, and his phrase is, if, if there's no offers, then they're going to blame the agent. If there's low offers, then they're going to blame the market. But then at least you've got something constructive to go back with. So part of your viewing feedback process is, are you finding out from the potential viewer what they feel the value of that house is in compared to other properties that they're seeing? Where do they feel it sits in the marketplace? And it's, Andy, would you see that as being relevant within being an office manager, branch manager? Absolutely. So um, after every viewing, uh, we try and deliver viewing feedback within 24 hours. Um, we, we get the immediate response because we accompany our viewings, as, as you both know. Um, 90, I think last count, 92% of our viewings are accompanied by a member of staff, which is, um, for those obviously within the industry, it's quite a phenomenal uh, percentage. We, um, we cover as many as, as, as we can and we get the immediate viewing feedback there. Um, and then we, we get, um, we aim to deliver feedback within 24 hours and always a question that's on our lips is, um, you know, irrespective of whether they want to purchase the property or, or it's the right one, it's having viewed several properties. Mr. and Mrs. Purchaser, where do you feel our property fits within the pricing spectrum? What, what, what was it worth to you? And that feedback will go back religiously to every vendor. Um, on, on, we will communicate that on, on every viewing feedback. And would you then use that as a report to that vendor for the guidance over the next week or so or three weeks or however. Yeah, absolutely. So like if the property has been on the market for over four weeks, I've mentioned on previous episodes that I'll then go and have a face-to-face -face meeting with, with my vendor. I think it's a lot easier if you've got that report in front of you. So you go and have the face-to-face -face meeting that Mr. and Mrs. Vendor, we priced your property. Um, and as agents, we are marketeers. We are, uh, tasked if you like to price a property at a level that will gauge interest within the market we have been successful in that for you wouldn't you agree you know, yes we've had eight viewings sadly the viewing feedback has been this and the price that people have suggested your property's worth in the market is not aligned with the price that you're currently on the market for therefore i'd suggest a realignment or an adjustment, never a price reduction in my office. I don't know what your view on that, Luke, yeah. is, but um, I would suggest a price realignment yeah. um, because quite clearly you've now had eight viewings and this is where the market sees yeah, your We need to bring it in line with what the market's saying. Yeah. It's not us. It's not what we're saying. It's what the market's saying about your property. We don't control the market. I mean, we've said this how many times before on the on these podcasts. We, we don't control the market. All we can do is control what we do within that market to best serve our clients. Yeah. and achieve them okay so what, what happens if you've got a vendor who um just doesn't want to take your advice what advice would you give our listeners then so look to be honest with you um i don't generally have that problem too often and i think that 
to rewind from there, Stephen, the way that I operate, I do a three-stage appointment to the market. So very rarely will I go and try and sign somebody up. Obviously, if somebody needs to expedite things, I'm, I can facilitate that for them. But my view is that once that client has bought into Andy Overman, they've bought into what, what I'm bringing to the party and, and uh, you know, how much more I bring to the party than my, my competitors locally. So I, I, I very rarely encompass the problem where a client's not going to listen. I think it's all about how you set the instruction yeah. up. So at the valuation stage, obviously that's my main role within the office, you know, manager valuer. When I'm appraising property, I will set out the stall for my vendor in advance. This is what you can expect. This is what we're going to be doing over the next 14 days to get you ready for launch. This is what we're going to be doing in the first you know, three weeks of marketing. This is what we're going to do at the end of four weeks. If the property hasn't sold, this is what you can expect from us and we'll have a face-to-face yeah. meeting. So I think when you're having that face-to-face client meeting, that you've already built the trust. The understanding, the trust, the commitment from them to you is already there, and I, I don't generally find it's an issue. I think you, you've just you've just hit it there with it's that trust, and if and if the vendor's not listening to your price feedback, your advice is that I don't feel you've built up enough trust, and and sometimes you can go in too early, or you could be asking or looking up what else you can be doing for that vendor. So we've talked about other examples when we talked with Sean. Adams about revisiting the marketing of the property. So sometimes it's not just talking about price and isolation, but it helps. It's a big contributing influencing factor um, in order to help remarket the property. So it could be a combination of new photos, new description, um, and the price feedback. Yeah, yeah keeping it then, fresh. Which then throw you're not just because again that perception with vendors is that agents just list it and then try and bring you down on price you're coming across that you're wanting to do the best and you genuinely go in to, to market and get the best price for their for their home and sometimes that that's not in alignment with the marketing or what the property market's saying but then the price feedback combined with redoing photographs yeah um launching it look at have you got a board at the property some properties don't go on with boards so it's yeah covering all those covering all those bases basic checklist and i suppose to answer answer your original question again Stephen, if we got so far down the line and you know we've all had a scenario with a vendor that, that just simply hasn't um to be honest with you i i release them from their contract and i'm not I, I, you know i wouldn't i'd do it in a very polite way I think that there has to come a time when you as an agent and them as a client, if you're not on the same page, and my time is valuable, I genuinely believe that I offer the very best that the area offers in terms of service, experience. And if we get to a situation where you know a, a, a vendor is just so misaligned on price and, and, and they're not listening to what the market's telling them, then I think that's time that we respectfully have to part company and you know, explain our reasons for doing so. Uh, my, you know, when I joined the industry back in 93, I, I, I made a pledge to serve my customer to the best of my ability to get the best possible price in a timely fashion and realize that, you know, the most of their, their, their biggest tax-free assets. So for me, if I can't do that because then, you know, they're not listening to what the market's saying to them, then I don't think there's any harm in walking away politely, mm. you know, never burn a bridge. And just one final question. Um, how amenable are purchasers to asking you asking that question? Um, in our experience, if you ask the question, 
you will get in the region of 60 to 75 percent of people there will be some that will yeah, ref refuse to give you but yep. you won't get the response if you don't ask the question. Okay. That's that's the key thing. But also, it's how you ask the question. As it well. is how, how you ask the question, okay, so and the how, same how way. How would you ask the question, please? I appreciate that this property isn't for you, and for the reasons that we've discussed. But if you were opening your checkbook today, what is the price that you would pay for that property in today's market? Okay. So on that note, thank you. Some, thank you. Some top top tips. Have a super Sunday, everybody. And um, please carry on subscribing, carry on rating and reviewing. Um, thank you for listening. Um, we're really grateful and appreciate it. Have a great Sunday. Thank you. Thank you.